Hey everybody, welcome to Bree Speaks. It's been such a long time since I made a podcast. I really need to work on my consistency, but in reality, I've just been going through so much shit. It's crazy. Um, yeah, it's just been a lot. And, you know, I'm sitting in my car. I'm about to go pick up my daughter from her father's house and started to think about all these blessings that are coming my way and a lot of cool I wouldn't say they're coming my way just yet but we are going to manifest this into existence that a lot of positive things are going to happen I've been going through a storm lately and I've been learning to humble myself more and protect my energy and protect everything and my kids and, and those who are around me protect myself from a lot of things and a lot of situations that I found myself in you know and I wanted to come out here and say that you know a lot of my friends they make it seem like an Instagram and all kinds of things like a lot of people who followed me and my personal page for a very long time they make it out to be as if I'm some type it hasn't really specifically been said like this but that I am a mom who has it all together and I'm such a perfect mother. And I, and I, it, it kind of bothers me. Um, you know, I work hard for my kids, of course. I work for them. I, I dedicate my life to them. I owe them everything. And I'm with them all the time. Uh, I learned to, to do a lot of things these past couple months and it's been a really hard journey for me and I just want to say thank you to all my friends who are aware of my situation and, and, and my mom who puts up with my shit you feel me? it's not easy you know to, to, to start off uh, let's go just back to the beginning because it, it's starting a little too deep too fast so let me slow my roll and take it back today is September 19 2022 Back in July 19 of 2022, exactly two months ago, I lost my three-bedroom house. I had to pick up and leave. I couldn't live there any longer. My landlords lived in the front. I lived in the back house. They harassed me. They made me feel terrible. They gave us a three-day notice. And yes, I know it's illegal. We're in a pandemic. They can't do that. They shouldn't do that. You have kids. X, Y, Z. No, I did not get a three-day notice because I didn't pay my rent. They tried to evict us illegally just because they wanted us to leave all this other bullshit I don't even want to get into details because it's just so messy I never got evicted I decided to leave I take that as a loss just because I had to pick up and figure out where I was going to go with my kids I have three kids I got three kids and right now right now we're living in a one bedroom we're sharing our space. 
at my mom's house. And I'm blessed that my mom opened the doors to me. It is so expensive out here. It is crazy. It's not because I don't have the money. It's because I don't have the credit. It's none of that. None of that. But in this journey, through this struggle, and finding an apartment, it is crazy. Like I said, I am one person, and I got three kids. I don't have the craziest income. I don't have none of that shit. In the, in the last, the first month alone, I cried every day. I felt like a failure. I felt like an idiot. I feel like I fucked up. Because I didn't fight to stay in this place. Right? I had all kinds of negative emotions i've cried i looked at my kids i felt guilty i felt like trash because me a mom of three kids shouldn't be in this situation i shouldn't be going back to my mom's house i should be figuring that i should be putting my big girl panties on and figuring it out xyz the first two weeks were the worst weeks of my life They were the worst weeks I could ever live through so far. In these 24, no, 25, almost 26 years of being alive, I will never wish some shit like this to happen to me in those first two weeks of leaving. I felt like I had nowhere to go. I felt like I didn't have a support system. I felt like I couldn't turn around and ask my best friend for help. I felt like I couldn't ask my mom for help I felt like I couldn't ask my grandma for help I felt like I couldn't ask anybody for help and I was wrong the first person to open her doors to me was my best friend Amia she is the godmother of my kids she's the most amazing hard-working woman most independent strong beautiful soul I love her to death and I owe her so fucking much she dealt with my tears she made me realize so many beautiful things me living with her humbled me to learn to understand to use the little space I have for me and my kids she lent me her air mattress she lent me blankets and I know everybody's wondering well where's all your shit I had to pack up all my shit all my shit in two three days i had to pack up all my house throw out so many things and so many memories and put it all in storage it is the most scariest shit and the most craziest shit to have to do when you have a three-bedroom house that you've been living in there for five years i've been living in that place for five years so you can only imagine how much shit I had to put in storage. How big the storage I have had to get. I had a brand new king size bed. I had a brand new couch. A three-piece a three piece sectional couch. I had TVs and all kinds of shit that I had to get rid of. Had to put away. Had to take. It was crazy. I know it sounds really dramatic right now, but let me tell you something. 
But that's just the two, three weeks. At one point, my mom said, you know what? Just come to my house. I already made space for you. You got to just pay rent. You know, X, Y, Z. I thank my best friend for her space. She had a she has a one-bedroom apartment, right? You can imagine how much space we kind of took up and took over. Like, I kind of took over her living room, kitchen area, and it, and I felt terrible. She never allowed me to feel bad. She never allowed me to feel guilty. She never, like, no negative shit. She loves my kids, and she loves me to death, and I, we all love her to death and more, you know? And I'm so grateful for that. I moved into my mom's house last month. Well, a week before the month started of uh, August. Let me tell you guys, I didn't even have a job. Like, I have my small businesses and shit. But we all know that when you're starting out, you want to got business like that. You know, we're on a struggle, too. Like, you can't expect everybody to have a balloon arc or mechanic stuff or all this shit. Like, I got a lot of things going on, you know? Sorry, I'm also kind of sick. I just feel like sharing this story. Uh, the week before, my mom, like, hooked it up with a, a week of free rent. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Pay my rent. Next thing you know, one of my friends talked about they're hiring at his job. I applied. Right away, I asked him, hey, you know what? I need a job. I applied. I got the job. And I kept on applying when indeed, and I get, got myself to set a goal at least three to five applications a day. I got another job. I got two jobs. Then, my mom told me, Bree, you should try Uber Eats. I got three jobs. I'm busy, I'm rolling with my kids, I'm going to work, I'm looking for babysitting, I'm struggling here and there, trying to figure that shit out. And every day, I would sit there and ask myself, why the fuck did I do this to myself? How did I allow this to be my situation? How did I, how how is this happening to me? And I'm sitting here asking, what's my next move? And before that, everybody was asking me, so what's next? What are you doing? Where's your mind? Where's this? Where's that? It felt so fucked up to me to feel like I didn't even have an answer for that. And if you know me, my mind is always thinking, and I'm always thinking, and I'm always thinking, and looking for, for what's the next big thing, Bree? What's the next move? What is your next business adventure? What's your next negocio? What's, what are you doing? Where are we going? Who's this, what, when, where, how, what? All day. My brain is like that. Because if you live in LA, you know you got to think fast. Like, all day you got to think fucking fast. You got to think about it. You got to live fast. We die young and we do all this shit. And it's just like, that's where my mentality is. I go to a different city and let me tell you, it's a little more slow out there. I ain't going to lie. It's a little more relaxed. Over here living in LA, it's just. You gotta know where you're going. You gotta know what you gotta get. You gotta get here before anybody else. You gotta apply for this apartment before anybody else. You gotta have credit. You gotta have this. You gotta have that. Do you have that? No. No, I don't have any of that. I don't. I let myself go so bad. Deep down. 
And I know a lot of people have it worse. You know, and I was talking to one of my homegirls the other day. And, and, and she's doing all kinds of cool shit, bro. She has a whole soccer team going on for her daughter. Her daughter's the same age as my daughter. It's super cool. Like, she went to school. She's a cosmetologist now. She got a whole bunch of shit going on. It's super dope. And I told her, girl, do your shit. Like, that's some gangster shit. You do it all. She does a lot of things. And she told me, no, you do it all. You have three kids. You went to school and all this hype shit. And then she said, you even have your own place. I've been hiding my social media life for so long, for these couple of months. And it made me sad because I don't do it all, and I don't have my own place. I try my best, and I want to have my own place. You feel me? I have my own space, you know, in my mom's house. I got my own space whatever you know and the girls they go with their dad and shit and they have their space with him too you know they, they, they all got their own little space with their dad I'm going through a separation I'm going through a lot of shit I had to learn in these two months that I had to be a lot more independent than what I thought I was back then. I thought I was grown. And, and I'm growing up, yes, but I'm not grown enough. I have not grown enough. I have not humbled enough. I have not opened my eyes to a lot of shit. I beef it with family members all the time because they think negative of me. When all I'm trying to do is my best, I feel like I'm always in competition with people. I feel like people are sometimes out to get me, but that's just part of being a Libra. That always happens. I feel like I'm not doing enough for my kids, right? I'm doing my best, for sure. And I'm doing my best and some. Doing what I can. And yesterday, I went through some shit with my mom, right? That shit is always the same thing. I'm always fighting with my mom about a lot of bullshit. All the time. That's just normal. But living with her, like I said, is not for the weak. She yells all the time. Tripping all the time, man. It's annoying. But that's part of my mom being her. That's how I was raised. I was, re I was raised in a verbally abusive home. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus. You, there's nothing you could tell me that is going to hurt me. It will not break my bones. It will not dent my skin. It will not cut my skin. You can say whatever you want. There's nothing in this world that my mom has not told me out of anger. <laughs> Back in the day, right? That's why I have a smart ass mouth. It gets you nowhere though. Alright? I don't condone that shit. So me and my mom get in this disagreement or whatever. And she said that my kids invade her space and her comfortability. She said that out of anger, and I understand. My mom is a grandma. She doesn't really know how to be a grandma, though. But she's learning, and I appreciate the learning and the patience. But she don't really got patience. She's so frustrated her whole life. I don't, I don't expect her to be patient, me or with anybody. 
All I could do is just sit there and be grateful for the little space I have. Yes, as a woman, as a grown-ass woman, I shouldn't be sitting here dealing with it. You feel me? I shouldn't be staying somewhere where I'm not comfortable. I shouldn't be staying somewhere invading other people's space. And I sat here and I realized, like, you know what? It don't even matter if you're blood. It don't even matter if you're friends. It don't even matter shit, bro. But me as a person, I know my support system and this ain't it. And I don't know if that's just me taking the situation for granted or she's taking it into an extreme. But it made it difficult for me, right? And I had a very upsetting Sunday. I cried a little. I packed up my kids' stuff a little bit. Like, we were going to go eat to the park. Like, you know, whatever. And as I'm walking around the block to park my car, like, where I park my car and shit, I'm crying, bro. I'm fucking crying. <laughs> and I'm crying just because I'm so upset that I don't have a place to call my own. Right? Not because I can't afford it. It's not because I don't have the credit. It's not anything. It's the fact that I got myself and three kids. If I apply somewhere and I tell them it's myself and my three kids, automatically they tell me no. Because that's too many people for a one-bedroom apartment. I work three jobs. I'm gone all day. I really don't even need all this shit. You feel me? I don't need an extra room that my kids are barely going to enjoy. You know, they go to their dads and they come to me and... It's just a whole bunch of shit, right? That shit's chill. A two-bedroom is ridiculous. 2500 No, I'm sorry. It's like 20 Yeah, like 2000 to $2,500 a month. You know how much I have to work just for my kids to have everything they need to be comfortable and still have to pay this shit? That's crazy. I'll ne- we'll never be home. We'll never be home because I have to work so much to pay for this and make sure everybody got clothes, diapers, shoes, socks, uniform, their laundry, hair, everything. I have to do so much. I have three kids. They're girls. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> but that's not stopping me. I'm going to tell you right now it's not stopping me. And I'm going to tell you right now because everything my mom told me is wild. I'm sitting here like I have nowhere to go. I feel like I ain't got nowhere to be. I feel like my support system sucks to a certain extent. But at the same time, I'm sitting here grateful as fuck for having my grandma sit with me every fucking Sunday. We sit together every Sunday and do our weekly checkups. I talk to my best friend every other day. We do our daily checkups. We go to lunch. We go to dinner. We spend time with each other. She's my best friend. I talked to my homegirl who's another mom. And we send voice messages back and forth every day about just nonsense. <laughs> and I'm grateful for that. And this is where, I, where, where I'm starting to learn who's there and who's not. And who's going to be there. You feel me? It's a lot of shit that's going down in my life. And I know it sounds crazy because it's scrambled. I got so many things, like, you know, and, and I talked to my dad yesterday, and my dad always insists that I go to Texas all the time. I don't have the balls, dude. I don't have the balls to just pick up my shit, 
take my kids to another state. I don't have the balls. I don't have the guts. I don't have that. I can't do that. And then I started to sit here and realize, well, what shit do I have to pack? My storage, everything's in there. I don't, I just got to pay that while I'm gone so I figure it out. I got two cajas, two boxes of clothes, me and all my kids, and our shoes, my air mattress. So what the fuck am I saying I can't just pack up and leave? Just like I packed up and left back then, I can pack up and leave now. Yeah, I packed up and left my house. I packed up and left my best friend's house to my little space. I can pack up and leave again. It's more of the stability thing. And I am scared to start a whole new life out there. Yeah, I have my dad or whatever, but that's all I have. I don't even talk to my siblings out there. They have their own lives. I haven't talked to my siblings in shit. Ten years since the last time I went up there? I haven't been there in ten years. I don't even know what it's like up there. (laughs) You know... And, and to take my kids, I know, and my dad tells me, give it three months, your life is going to change. I believe you, because my life has changed so much in three days. I mean, in three months. My life has changed so much in three months, and I'm scared. <laughs> I, and then I'm sitting here talking to my grandma yesterday, and I'm talking to everybody. I'm sitting here talking to my grandma, because yesterday was Sunday. And we're sitting here, uh, just talking, and I told her about what was going on, and what my decision is going to be, and what I decide to do. And I told her, I have no balls. I am scared. I don't know what to do. But I know what to do. I just don't want to do it because I ain't got the balls. We walk into Target later. And this lady comes to me. And she tells me, do you speak English? And I said, yes. And she tells me. She told me. God sent me here to talk to you. And tell you. Take the risk. I'm in shock, right? She's like, take the risk. Your kids are going to bring you fortune, intelligence, money, and patience. You are going to be successful in the next couple months. Just be patient. All the hurt and the suffering and the confusion you're going through right now, it's all going to pass. And you got to fight through that. You have to fight through that in order to make all this shit happen. Take the risk. And remember, God loves you. Yes, I'm a very religiously, religious, spiritual person or whatever. I do believe in God. And honestly, that was something I needed to hear. Because I really felt stuck. Am I going to take the risk? I'm probably going to listen. I'm probably going to listen. I really do hope all this stuff goes and passes. You know? And and it's just like something I want to share because I I really am trying to hustle out here. <laughs> like, But I shouldn't have to hustle this hard and, and give up my time with my kids to, a, like, you know, to afford a little unremodeled carpet, like, 1980s apartment. You feel me? <laughs> I just felt like sharing that today. I'm not perfect. I am a hardworking mother. I'm trying my best to get out the mud. 
and I'm learning and I'm growing and and I'm grateful for everything that's going on I may not even have shit right now you know like not shit you know I'm, I'm blessed to have my car I'm blessed to have my kids I'm blessed to have money in my pocket I'm blessed to have three jobs right now I'm blessed to have consistent income for whatever may happen whatever may be and and I love my kids and I love my friends and I love my family I'm telling you right now everything I'm going through is a battle a fucking battle but I'm gonna get through it and I really hope everybody who's going through their own shit is going is going to get through it you feel me like I really want everyone to to get through whatever life struggles you know I'm the first in my family going through this like my family doesn't understand they don't understand they probably never will and, and I hope they never have to go through this I hope to God none of this shit happens to anybody and if you're going through it man I really hope you figure that shit out I know this this podcast is a little different but honestly this is this is me this is real this is who I am this is what I'm going through these are my stories and I hope the next time I make a podcast it's an update with my life always remember life is beautiful be patient God has a plan God wouldn't want to make us suffer you feel me to teach us lessons maybe but God wouldn't give us something that we're not able to handle and sometimes when I feel like giving up and I'll be like fuck I don't know what to do I figure it out my best friend tells me get the fuck up Stop crying. <laughs> Get up. Do better. Try harder. You're almost there. We're getting there. And she tells me I love you. <laughs> and I love her too. I love everybody. Alright guys. Well, thank you for tuning in to Free Speaks. I hope everybody is having a wonderful day. And thank you for listening to my very long first time ever podcast. All right. Bye.